Welcome back to 10-Minute Masterpieces, where we explore curious stories behind the world's most renowned works of art. I'm Liz Legit. I'm an art advisor and gallery owner in Des Moines, Iowa. Today, we look through the lens of a pioneering artistic voice in the civil rights movement, American photographer Gordon Parks. The year was 1956, and the civil rights movement in America was gaining momentum. Rosa Parks had just refused to give up her bus seat to a white man. A year-long protest by Black Americans of segregated bus seating, called the Montgomery Bus Boycott, was underway. There's a little song that we sing in our movement down in the South. I don't know if you've heard it, but it has become the theme song. And a young pastor named Martin Luther King Jr. was emerging as a leader of the civil rights movement, a nonviolent social and political effort to abolish racial segregation and institutional discrimination of Black Americans throughout the United States. In the summer of 56, Life magazine sent Gordon Parks to Alabama to document Black Americans living under Jim Crow laws in the South. 26 of his images from this assignment appeared in the September 24, 1956 issue of Life magazine in a photo essay called The Restraints, Open and Hidden. His vivid color images intimately captured the everyday humanity of Black Americans going about daily life under unjust circumstances. Parks shot the series on Kodachrome, color transparency film known for its vivid but natural colors, providing a fresh perspective on a period in American history that largely lives in our collective memory as black and white photographs. Today, we are looking more closely at one photograph in the series Gordon Parks created in the summer of 1956, an image called At Segregated Drinking Fountain. The photograph was taken in Pritchard, a small town in rural Alabama near Mobile. The image depicts a man, four children, and two women gathered near two side-by-side water fountains outside an ice cream parlor. The shop front is covered in playful signage advertising the delicious treats sold inside. Banana split, 35 cents. Try the butter pecan, malts and shakes, and ice milk sold here. But the words that take center stage are on the front of one of the drinking fountains, designating in capital letters one of the fountains as white only, unused by the Black Americans in the photograph because of legalized racial segregation laws of the time. The subjects of the image, a Black American family, drink water from the fountain designated colored only. If one of the subjects in the photograph would have violated Jim Crow laws by drinking from the white only fountain, they would have risked arrest, fines, a jail sentence, or worse, violence or death. The two drinking fountains in the photograph bring into sharp focus the everyday hate and discrimination endured by families like the one pictured on a sunny summer day outside an ice cream parlor. Here to discuss at Segregated Drinking Fountain and the work of Gordon Parks is Liz Legit Gallery artist Roma Ashowo. Roma is a painter based in Dallas who uses rich and vibrant colors to represent both her West Indian heritage and her joyful outlook on the world. Roma, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. I'd love it if you could introduce yourself and tell us about your work. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Liz. Um, my name is Roma Oshowo. I am an abstract artist living in Dallas, Texas, and I am a lover of everything colorful. I love pattern in everything I see in nature, in, in fabric, in human behavior. I'm just I just observe pattern all the time, and I like to reflect that back into my work. One of the reasons that I connected you with this Gordon Parks photograph that we're going to talk about is that Gordon Parks did so many creative things. Of course, he was a photographer, but he was a poet and he created movies. And I think of you in a line with that. And I think of a lot of creative people, even when they're not painting or doing their thing that you were meant to do, like you're meant to be a painter. 
creativity still flows out of you. There's so many different ways to be creative. And I think artists will always find a way. Absolutely. Yeah. I was reading on him, you know, he was a jazz pianist. I played in jazz and I was like, okay. Yeah. And like yesterday I was telling my hairstylist, you know, I was a DJ for a while and she cracked up because she did not believe me. And I'm like, yeah, you kind of find ways to express yourself. I've kind of just tried a lot of things. Like you were in charge of the post office for the British Virgin Islands. I was, I was. Amazing. So yes, I totally agree with you. I just have done all the things and it's been great because it's given me this great perspective on life. I just love that because I feel like anytime I have a conversation with you, I learn something new. <laughs> yes. like yeah, yeah, for sure. Obviously, Gordon Parks was trying so many different things and was leading many lives. You've done that too. And so I thought it would be so interesting to hear your perspective on this. Sure. So first, I want to just hearing your own words, tell me what you see and what this photograph makes you feel. What I see is a photo outside of an ice cream shop. There is a Black family. There are two water fountains, one that reads colored only and one that reads white only. And there's a dad helping one of his daughters drink from the colored only fountain. The the composition of it, it just keeps your eye going just all around the photograph. Yes. It's amazing. The two women are on the right side of the photo. Because they're wearing dark, you're locked in on them first. And from there, you move down. So you've got to pass that fountain that says white only. And then you see this little, maybe almost four-year-old girl. And she's staring up at her, what I assume to be her sister, drinking from the colored only fountain while her dad holds on to her to steady her. It looks staged in a sense because it's like you could not put this together any more perfectly with even the color story. It's just so elegant and it's so subtle, but it's so profound. Especially being a color photograph for the time it was taken. Mm-hmm. Color photographs were not commonplace at this time. So to me, it's like turning on the light literally and figuratively coming out of the shadows of what the true reality of so many people that are marginalized were. And there's so much style in this photo, you know, mm-hmm. it's like in the face of injustice, there's so much poise and elegance and dignity. They're beautiful. I mean, their their clothing is beautiful. The juxtaposition between the pattern on the, the main skirt on the right bottom with the pattern along the top of the store There's so much beauty here in the midst of what I know was such a painful time in this country's history. And to me, I totally appreciate this photo and his photography because it's the truth of what has occurred. You know, you can't deny it. And Gordon Parks was shooting for Life magazine Mm -hmm. and they asked their photographers to document everyday life. Yes. They're living their lives. Like this isn't posed. Yes. This is is truth. You see their humanity. You see the kindness in his his compassion towards his daughter. Uh, You can't deny that. And you see the elegance that they carry in the midst of all that. You see it done with grace and dignity and poise. So I think this picture to me is a metaphor for the reality of what that injustice has held truly. Mm -hmm. So this is the first photograph we've been looking at on the podcast. And I'm curious, even though your mediums are different, you know, you being a painter and then the photographer primarily, in what ways do you connect with his work or his process? I like all over compositions. Another name for that would be like a meandering composition. I'm just 
a lot as a person. I think my personality is a little big. So that reflects in color and the movement that you see in my pieces. And in this photo, I see the same thing. Your eye moves around that color in, I think it's like an ice cream sandwich, the background of that, and then the pattern on the top. And you see that same sort of peachy tone color in her skirt. So yeah, it's just good. Like it's just, it just is it's good. Just really good. It's really yeah. good. Even, you know, with the sadness that this brings, there's so much beauty there. And I think it goes against what was happening to them at the time. This level of documentation, it makes people uncomfortable. But I think what why this works so well is because it's so beautiful. So even though it might make you sit and stare and make you a little uncomfortable, it's truth. And we need this type of truth. Thank God for this type of truth that you can't erase. Roma, thank you so much for speaking with us about this really important photograph. It was so interesting to hear your perspective and to even have your painter's eye take a look at a photograph was really special. So thank you so much for doing this with us. Thank you so much for having me. And I feel honored to be your guest, um, especially on this episode. For me, this photograph holds so much significance and power. As a mother, when I look at this image, my heart breaks to see the way the little girls patiently wait their turn to drink from the colored only fountain, knowing they aren't allowed to drink from the white only fountain. This was their reality. I love how Roma talked about how the people in Gordon Park's photograph were living their everyday lives with so much grace in the face of hatred. This photograph was taken just 67 years ago. It's not distant history. We can only look at an image with our current modern perspective. But take a moment to think about readers opening Life magazine in 1956 and what they were thinking when they saw Gordon Park's images. The pressure of creating such striking images must have been immense. As a Black photographer in the South, it was personally dangerous for him to make these images. He was pursued by white supremacists. Despite the danger, he kept going. Through quiet moments of dignity, he documented people who refused to be dehumanized. The gentleness of his photographs became persuasive acts of protest against injustice. Gordon Parks was the first Black American staff photographer for Life magazine. He worked for Life for two decades, covering everything from racism and poverty to fashion and entertainment. In addition to being one of the most influential photographers of the 20th century, Gordon Parks was also a poet, novelist, pianist, and filmmaker. He co-founded Essence Magazine and was Hollywood's first Black director of a feature film, and later directed the movie Shaft. Parks used different mediums to tell the story of the Black American experience. He knew the power of a strong visual message to tell a story, a story about racism and injustice that not a lot of Americans wanted to face. In spending time looking at his work, I'm struck by how Gordon Parks shaped the times in which he lived as much as he was shaped by them. To close, here is Gordon Parks describing his process in his own words. I left my camera as, as seldom as possible. You know, I, I try to put it in my pocket, put it away. And when something important happens, I pull it out and take a picture and back the conversation and whatever's happening. You're, you're, you're always looking for that moment. And that moment sometimes catches you off guard. So you have to always be ready to shoot, no matter what the exposure media tells you. You have to always be ready for it. Sometimes you're way off and you have to take that chance, but you, you can't 
see something happening and then say, wait a minute, let me take an exposure reading meeting to get the right light. You have to shoot then. And the moment grasps you actually, instead of you grasping the moment. And you better be ready for it. 10 Minute Masterpieces is a production of Liz Legit Gallery and is produced by Mary Beth Romslow. Special thanks to Roma Ashowo. Check out our show notes for credits to this episode and links to more info about Gordon Parks and his body of work. Join us next time as we learn more about the matriarchal spider sculptures of Louise Bourgeois. Until then, I hope you take 10 minutes and look at some art today. You might just discover your favorite masterpiece. <laughs>